Hello and welcome to Kenny's G League, the only podcast all about the Rip City Remix. Thank you for tuning in to this, our ninth episode, February 16th, 2024. We, today we are going to recap what's been going on so far in February, compare it to January, talk about some changes on the roster, talk about a couple players and their backgrounds. But first, let's talk about our sponsor, Basket Ghoul. Basket Ghoul is a purveyor of clothing, stickers, mugs, accessories, all relating to the Blazers and the remix. They've got a Handfruit Nation sweatshirt and t-shirt available. Go pick that up. I wear mine all the time. It's really super comfy and the design is really excellent. You may have seen recently Coach Jim Moran wearing that t-shirt post-game. BasketGhoul.com. Go buy some stickers or a t-shirt or a mug. After going 8-2 and two in January, the Remix have gone 1-4 and four so far in February. Let's take a look at what's been going right and what's been going wrong. In January, the team averaged a field goal percentage of 46.2%. In February, they're averaging 44.4%, so a small change there. In January, their three-point percentage as a team was 36.3%, and in February, that fell to 327 The free-throw percentage of the team was 75% in January versus 63.5% in February. And uh, in January, they averaged 7.7 turnovers. Uh, in February, that was mostly unchanged. But in February, they averaged 4.3 less assists per game. So the same amount of turnovers to less assists. Now, part of that change in February came because Ashton Haggins received a 10-day from the Blazers and was away from the remix. So let's take a look at the difference between uh, January and February to just the games that Ashton Haggins has missed Without Ashton Haggins, the field goal percentage dropped another 2% to 42.3%. The three-point percentage dropped to 27.8%. The free throw percentage dropped to 59.1%. And uh, the turnovers to assists was the same as the rest of February, 18 turnovers to 23 assists. Like we've talked about here before, the remix are sort of becoming a live-by-the-three, die-by-the-three team, highlighted by the total percentage of points that come from three. During the regular season, they're sixth in the league in percentage of their points that come from three, despite being 19th in three-point percentage in the league. During the remix's hot January, they were 10th in the league in three-point percentage, and as as you would expect, their percentage of points from three shot up to second in the league. With shooting coming back to their average in February, the team is finding less wins, But even with that, if the team could just shoot a more respectable percentage from the free throw line, they could have turned a couple of these close losses into wins. There have been a couple really close losses and uh, in those games. They've been shooting in the 50s in their free throw percentage, and that's pretty huge when uh, in the G League, as we know, you only get a single free throw for however many points you were shooting for. So if you get fouled on a three and miss the three... That single free throw is worth three points, so that's leaving a lot of points on the board when your free throw percentage is down. 
With the team's rough February, the Remix have slipped to 8th in the West with 10 wins and 8 losses. The Santa Cruz Warriors currently sit in the last playoff spot at 6th place with 11 wins and 7 losses, so not terribly far off, of course. But the Remix have plenty of time to make up that gap. The Remix also have a new addition to the roster. They have a new player, Xavier Pinson. He's a 6'2 guard that last played for New Mexico State in the 2022-2023 season as a super senior that comes from uh, the COVID-era eligibility to return to school. Previously playing for LSU and Missouri prior to that, earlier this year, Pinson played for the Leicester Riders of the unfortunately acronymed British Basketball League. Pinson has already given the remix some good guard minutes in Hagen's absence during his 10-day contract, and I'll be excited to see how he looks for the remainder of the season. Uh, in other news, the remix most recent game against the Iowa Wolves, though I was not in attendance, inside sources have told me that Ryan Rupert left mid-game and was later seen in a walking boot. Uh, the Blazers have since said that it's an ankle sprain, so be on the lookout for uh, hopefully some word soon, and hopefully it's not too terribly bad. I'd love to see him back on either the remix or the Blazers sooner rather than later, especially with kind of the back third of the season here coming up. With the All-Star break currently underway, just a reminder to tune into the G League up next game on Sunday, February 18 at 10.30 a.m. as Ashton Haggins represents Portland. There's also a G League slam dunk contest on February 17th at 11 a.m., which weirdly does not include Mac McClung. So with the current events out of the way, let's highlight some players on the remix that we haven't talked about very much yet this season. Uh, let's talk about Alex Reese, the 6'9", 24-year-old forward from Alabama. At Alabama, he played alongside future NBA players like Keon Ellis, Herb Jones, Jaden Shackelford, and Kira Lewis Jr. After his senior season at Alabama, Reese signed to play in Luxembourg with the Amicale Stencil, forgive me, any Luxembourg listeners, if I just totally botched that name, where he was named Import Player of the Year by Eurobasket.com. This season, Reese is averaging 13.5 points, 5 rebounds, and 1.6 blocks per game, shooting an excellent 42.6% from 3. His ability to to be a stretch 4 or 5 has been one of the most important qualities for the Remix this season, especially as they've lost um, a couple of their two-way guys to spending time with the Blazers, I, I assume more than they anticipated going into the season, with Ibu Baji and Dwap Reith uh, going over to the Blazers for so much of their time. Alex Reese has had some fantastic games from three this season, hitting some clutch shots and in some of these games really pulling them back into it. I uh, am a fan of his game. It's been great to see him prove that he's a legitimate three-point shooter after having some ups and downs uh, with his shooting percentage in college. I really like his pairing with George Condit at times, as Condit can be kind of more of a traditional center, whatever that means in modern basketball, while Reese has that shooting touch where he can really stretch the floor. Um, I'm a big fan of his game. Uh, with some recent news, with uh, Dwap Reith being converted into a regular degular uh, contract with the Blazers, multi-year contract actually, the remix will have, uh, or excuse me, the remix, the Blazers will have uh, an open two-way spot. 
I'm not sure what they'll do with that. You know, we've seen them before uh, earlier this year with Jamari Bouye uh, giving a two-way spot to a player that, you know, they had no direct connection to. So that could happen again. They could just leave it open since the season, you know, doesn't have a ton of games left. Uh, Or maybe they look for someone from the remix. And if they do, uh, I would like to see uh, Alex Reese or George Condit kind of get that bump. I think that could be uh, really cool to, to see, and I, and I enjoy both of their games a lot. Uh, so with that said, uh, the Remix have just one home game left this month, February 27th versus the Raptors 905. Some familiar faces have played with the 905 this season, namely Justice Winslow, who signed a 10-day with the Raptors on February 10th. Uh, I'm unsure right now if he'll be back with the 905 following his 10-day contract and could make an appearance in Rip City or if he'll receive a new contract with the Raptors and then he would not. Not sure what'll happen there. Uh, Selfishly, I hope he's back with the 905. I'd like to watch him play against uh, the remix here. The 905 uh, also have the previously mentioned Kira Lewis Jr., former teammate of Alex Reese, Uh, and Toronto Raptors 2020 lottery pick. They also have 2023 lottery pick Grady Dick, and he's been assigned to the 905 several times this season, Uh, though I'd be a little surprised if he travels to Rip City. He hasn't uh, been assigned as much recently, Uh, but it would be fun to see him in town. So I'll kind of be on the lookout for if he gets assigned in the, the coming weeks here. So that's what's going on with the remix. All star break right now. We've got uh, Ashton Haggins to watch in the All-Star, in the G League All-Star event. And then we're back in town on the 27th. Uh, and hopefully when they're back in town, uh, they should have Ashton Haggins back running the show. And uh, I'll be looking with Haggins back to see if they kind of get back to some of their shooting prowess that they were showing in January and February, uh, especially their three-point shooting. Dropping to 27.8% with Haggins out uh, has been a real loss for the team. Uh, obviously in the modern, uh, game, you know, three point shooting is huge. Um, and 27.8%, you're just not going to win too many games if that's what you're shooting. So that's what we got today. A short episode just to get you up to date on February's goings on. Thank you so much for listening. Go to basketghoul.com and, uh, be on the lookout. I'll tweet this out when it happens. There's going to be a special Hand Fruit Nation event at a game at the end of the season. There will be a link to buy tickets. You'll get a ticket. You'll get a t-shirt. It's going to be super sick. Uh, So TBD on that. Uh, But I will send out the link when it's live. Uh, So thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time.
Welcome to the hidden track. You made it. It's the 90s. You bought a CD and you made it to the end of the last track after 10 minutes of silence. And you made it to the hidden track. Uh, this is the hidden track portion uh, of the podcast where I'm going to share some unsolicited thoughts on the Blazers season and just random basketball stuff whenever I feel like it. Uh, this one's for the real sickos that make it to the end here. Why are you still listening? You should turn it off right now because I'm not going to have any good takes here. Uh, but here's my unsolicited thoughts on the Blazers season as we go into the All-Star break. I'm going to start with Coach Chauncey Billups, okay? So what I've had to do this season for Chauncey Billups is compartmentalize in my mind, the 2023-2024 Billups is a new guy. The guy that coached the Dame teams failed, plain and simple. He was brought in to be a win-now guy, and uh, some stuff beyond his control and some stuff in his control uh, made that not happen. You can't necessarily help injuries and all that stuff, obviously. Uh, but at the end of the day, he said he was going to make the defense and the offense both better, and they both got worse. Uh, what can you do? Um, so that's just, to me, a failure, right? It just happens. What can you do? Uh, he started the 2023 season hot and couldn't overcome an injury to the injury-prone Justice Winslow. If your whole plan requires one bench guy to always be healthy, it's destined for failure. That's kind of the way I've thought about it. That team last season, those first, I don't know, 20 games or whatever, were really super fun. Uh, I'm glad that we uh, Blazer fans went crazy when they had the really hot start and got to just have all those fun moments, uh, game winners and all that, because it fell off the rails so quickly. Uh, so with those two years in my mind as a failure, I had to tell myself this year that this is a new coach, just to try to give him a blank slate. Uh, it's, it's a completely new roster, except for Simons and Grant, basically, you know, and so I'll give Billups a do-over. So start of the season, really, except for the first game or maybe two, uh, was pretty fun. Aiton was engaged, though kind of like not a huge part of the offense like I thought he would be. The games were competitive. It was hard to complain. You know, they were playing hard. And then the road trip from hell happened, and the Blazers were getting smacked from tip-off to the final buzzer. They were losing by 60 points, and it was bad. It was bad time. Uh, so I was ready to call it done at that point uh, for Billups, but to his credit, um, he's got guys engaged again, and they're kind of semi-competitive again. Um, you know, even with guys on 10 days and end-of-the-bench end guys uh, like Banton getting minutes, so what do you do with that? You know, what do you do with, like, having some moments where guys are engaged and guys are, are fans of their coach? You know, by all accounts, the players like him, which is good. Uh, but at the same time, there's been like a lot of failure and a lot of really down moments. Um, so what do we do with that? My kind of zoomed out take right now is that Billups uh, is a coach that has some really low lows. That road trip from hell definitely isn't all his fault. There was a lot of injuries, uh, but he probably could have at least done himself some favors and garnered some sympathy, just kind of depending on, you know, things he says after games or whatever you want to think of it. Uh, and, you know, one way that he kind of did do that uh, was by showing some fire 
by getting a couple technicals now. He got kicked out of a game, and that's kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of like a silly thing to to say is important, but um, that sh- at least showed me that, like, hey, he cares about it, you know, and, and that's cool. You, you want to see that. Uh, I think fans, if nothing else, they want to see some fire from a team. Um, and, you know, f- for all the chatter a while back around that little article that said Billups asked Jeremy and Matisse Thibel, what the F we laughing at while the team was getting smacked, uh, more often than not, he looks pretty pleased and uh, smiling and laughing with the opposing coaches when the final buzzer sounds, uh, you know, coaches have camaraderie with each other, I'm sure. And that's fine, but I can totally see why it would rub people the wrong way if he's, you know, laughing after games, but telling the players not to laugh, you know? Uh, so it was cool to see Billups get a technical recently and even get ejected. Uh, even if he looked shocked that he got ejected. Um, and you know, now things are kind of getting back to business as usual. The Blazers are relatively competitive while still losing. And it sounds like just from listening to some of the other podcasts and stuff that, you know, Billups probably has his job security back. Um, yeah, I think this might be the first season we're going to see people not give Billups an incomplete on the, on the grade chart at the end of the year, um, which would be insane if there was a third year of an incomplete. So to me, his lows are very low. His highs are short-lived but can be pretty fun. Uh, his ability to make adjustments in game, which was like why they fired Stotts in the first place, is kind of limited. So congratulations, my all-star report card is a C or maybe even a C minus. You know, he's kind of a vibes coach from my understanding, which is fine. Guys, you know, like their coach and that's cool. And if anything, it seems like most coaches in the NBA at this point are, you know, want to be likable. That's fine. What are you going to do? But uh, if we have to put, you know, performance into it, average C, it's fine. It is what it is. Um, we'll see how long he lasts here. Who knows? My other random thought, uh, that we'll end the secret track on is, uh, all this chatter recently around Ryan repair, two-way players and 10 day contracts. Uh, A lot of talk about who needs to be playing on the Blazers. And it's mostly focused around my guy, Ryan repair. I'm a repair believer from way back. He's the Blazers' point-forward mini Giannis of the future. So why is he stuck languishing away on the remix and behind Justin Manaya on the Blazers' depth chart? Uh, well, I think it's because... I don't think it's because Billups hates rookies. If anything, Billups is more than willing to play young guys. So we've seen him play, you know, uh, basically every young guy almost a little bit. Um, especially last year, Shaden, when people thought he probably, probably wouldn't play for a while. He went to Shaden right off the bat. Um, so if anything, Billups is willing to play young guys. I think he just trusts Manaya to play kind of a, a Kamara-esque role, kind of a defensive player role, and he just straight up doesn't want to play Ron Repair at point guard, which he's not a point guard. He definitely has point guard skills, and I like to envision him as a future ball handler, uh, but he's just he's not point guard, and uh, the Blazers basically always have a traditional-ish point guard on the floor, whether that's Scoot, Ant, or Brogdon, or 
uh, Ashton Haggins. You know, you could argue that you'd trust Rupair more than Haggins or any 10-day guy, but I don't think Billups does, and that's fine. Um, you know, go with a guy that's played point guard for many more years than Ryan Rupair. Uh, those guys are expected to play point guard, so he's letting them play point guard. I don't really see how there's any uh, thing more than that to take away from it. Billups was a point guard. Uh, I'm sure he appreciates players that are straight up point guards. That's kind of all there is to it in my mind. I'm a huge repair believer, and like he could probably get in there and <laughs> have similar to s- similar success to a ten day guy being you know, put on him to play point guard suddenly, but, uh, maybe it's because Billups was a point guard and he, you know, appreciates those players that just straight up are point guards. Uh, and honestly, if you were one of those people that's been clamoring for more repair minutes, uh, take a look at the, at the remix schedule and come to a game, watch some repair. He's super fun to watch. Um, and it, get your fill of, uh, watching the remix on an afternoon Instead of just hoping that he plays more minutes on the Blazers, uh, that might happen sometime down here as we get to the end of the season, but uh, just come to a remix game. You'll see plenty of repair. Uh, so maybe just come to a game and uh, stop complaining. <laughs> you know, uh, it would be fun. It's a good time. Okay, those are my random Blazer thoughts on the secret track here. Let me know if you made it to the secret track, and uh, I'll see you next time.